Welcome to the Sus Talk Podcast. This is Susumu Rocky here. And lately, I feel like I haven't been giving back to the wrestling community. I haven't been giving back some content on pro wrestling. So what I wanted to do, and this is something that I really wanted to give a shot, was look back at some very fun, momentous times in professional wrestling, particularly five years back. Because if there's one year of professional wrestling that really resonates with me, it's the year 2016. And I can honestly tell you that the year 2016, not only did I become a bigger fan of pro wrestling, but I just loved like the ins and outs and how everything works in the industry. I started to embrace the behind the scenes stuff and start to learn more about how professional wrestling works from the their perspective in some way, shape or form. And this is something that this year really resonated. I mean, I loved it. I loved 20, the, the twists and turns of 2016. And some matches and some events occurred in this year that were so important. They were so important that it changed the very fabric of the industry. And what we're seeing now would not may not have been not have been possible without the year 2016. So joining me for this journey and this well excellent, excellent year looking to reflect on is the metal man my guy andy sahadeo he's back everyone andy how you doing yo 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 i'm doing wonderful susumu thank you very much for having me back on the sus talk podcast i'm very much looking forward to watching this royal rumble this royal rumble was a really fun one if i recall correctly and 2016 was a very very important year not just for wwe but just for wrestling as a whole we saw the expansion of new japan we saw the rise of like another rise of ring of honor and we we got to see a lot of new backstage stuff this is when wwe really really started pulling back the curtain especially with the network specials and whatnot and we really got to see the other side of what was going on within the wrestling industry and i agree with you very much that this really expanded my fanhood for professional wrestling and my passion for professional wrestling and 2016 is a very important year so i think it's phenomenal that we get a chance to look at this and i'm very grateful for the opportunity to be able to discuss and look back at the important year that 2016 was for professional wrestling so this when i picked the year 2016 in particular just because there were so many like moments in the year that made me really like I wanted to look back on and review reflect and really just like kind of like break it all down because I genuinely was so hyped and I really like this is really the year when I started watching listening to some of the backstage stuff including like wrestling observer radio or newsletters and some of the like backstage dirt sheet stuff I started to look more into that kind of stuff and yeah I agree with you they really did pull back the curtain a little bit more and a lot of stuff happened this year not just in terms of matches a lot of like memorable moments in the industry like that were promos or other stuff a different type things that were never that have never been done in the industry happened and it's just genuinely it was great like i'm i just grew to love professional wrestling and i started to really embrace the whole thing because like i started getting back into wrestling like back in 2014 when during the uh daniel bryan yes movement uh-huh. i started to get into that slowly and then like it it was like you know i was, I was just into wwe and i never really discovered new japan yet i didn't discover really under like care so much for roh or other indie promotions at that time but like 2016 was really where like my 
my uh, fandom for wrestling expanded. And so for this episode, what we're going to do here is we're going to pick a match or an event that happened in the year 2016. We're going to break it down and we're going to rewatch it. And we're basically what you're going to listen to is us reacting live to said match. So you you'll hear us like talk about it, but you won't hear the actual match because like we'll be watching it, but like we're gonna have to mute it because like stupid copyright stuff, and I don't want to get in trouble with lawyers. <laughs> Lawyer, you, you know the matchup. The matchup between like lawyers and copyright copyright lawyers is like a ten o matchup to copyright lawyers. They'll they'll get you. They'll get you. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's hey, look, they gotta do their jobs, but you know, it's 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 it sucks, but like you you gotta abide by the rules. That's how it is, especially if you're starting out like I am, and I. So anyway, so what you're about to listen to is us reflecting on our first match matchup or event, which is the 2016 Royal Rumble. Really, how you kick off a year is with the Royal Rumble, and this Royal Rumble in particular was incredibly special. It was probably one of the more hyped rumbles we had in quite a while, honestly, until last year with good old Drew McIntyre booting Brock Lesnar out of the ring. Everyone just in disbelief. Brock can't believe it. It was, oh man, I just want to watch that again now. But we have, hang on, you got to stay focused. Got to stay focused. 2016 is very important. This is what we're talking about. So without further ado, here is our reaction and us reflecting and breaking down the 2016 Royal Rumble. All right, so we're going to just watch the match right now. And Andy, this is going to be a great opportunity. We're going to go take ourselves back five years. We're going to just watch the culmination of the year 2015, which in the year of professional wrestling was, I would say, kind of a crappy crappy year of wrestling. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, the the problem was with 2015 was I think it started off well after WrestleMania, but it didn't finish off well because of the fact that almost everybody kept getting hurt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 2015 was kind of like I feel like a transitional period where people really started to one accept women's wrestling and two uh, a lot of like outside influence, uh, specifically from like New Japan, really start to like infiltrate their way in. You know, we had. Hideo Itami, and then we had Finn Balor, who was on the rise during that year, and then eventually it paved the way for guys like Shinsuke Nakamura and Kushida and stuff like that to enter their way into WWE. So 2015 was, it was it was crappy, but it was crappy for a reason. It was crappy because it had to be, because it was a big transitional period for everything. And it was a very pivotal, pivotal year, and 2016, we really got to see that pay off. I think what makes 2015 well aside from like the most horrible thing which was uh hulk being being revealing himself as a gigantic racist uh that was horrible uh Uh, i think the nxt scandal i believe happened here with bill the bot that was also that was also that year so that's why i say it was like an extremely crappy year of wrestling because all that's all those stories started coming out um Mm -hmm. but i will but aside from that like definitely the injuries are the one thing that like really just it sucked because look at all the guys that like went out. Like Cena got injured, Cesaro, Rollins, yeah, Rollins tore his ACL, and Tyson Kidd's <laughs> career ended that year, I, I believe. A, yeah, a, a lot of time. guys like they basically had to scramble and they were forced to think patch together a program for their heavyweight title. And mm-hmm. Roman was kind of just thrusted into that position again, like 
you know, against like against like the fans. Uh, you know, they didn't want him to be a, a champion again that quickly. Like, right, exactly. but they were forced to. They had no other choice. Like, what you like? They basically had to give the title to Sheamus. They had no choice. Yeah, <laughs> like. Like, I didn't expect for Sheamus to even, like, win the world title again like that. But, like, when he won, I was like, okay, all right, I'm not, I'm not mad at that, you know? Yeah, so for this specific match, we're watching the 2016 Royal Rumble, which really kind of starts off and gives you the idea of the kind of year that 2016 was going to be. With 2016 the, the as a year, it... This this particular event just kind of like set the tone for it, I believe, and I just kind of want to before we start watching this match, I want to kind of give a quick setup to it. So, what makes this Royal Rumble very unique compared to all the other Rumbles is that it's one of the few times where the WWE Championship was on the line. Because I, the only other time that happened was the year Ric Flair appeared in the Rumble. I believe mm-hmm. that's like I think he won that Rumble and won the championship, if I remember correctly. Um. Right. That's the only other time when the championship was on the line. Other than that, it's the usual, like, 30, 30 men go into a ring, and then the winner basically gets a shot at, for the title at WrestleMania. It's an awesome tradition, and I love it. I love the Rumble. It's one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. And I'm just trying to think to myself, this year, like, they're basically just scrambling and trying to find things to make things interesting and i kind of like the idea heading in that roman had to defend the title at, at the rumble uh yeah roman having to defend the title like it, it, it was an interesting case because it was like you know they were trying to stack the odds against uh roman reigns and stuff like that and you can tell people weren't really you know buying into it which which was kind of a shame because uh you know obviously roman being the talent that he is he kind of got shafted in into that position which uh it was weird. It was it was it was an interesting choice to say the least of having him defend his title in the Rumble. Yeah, so. I mean, also they tried to stack it by giving him the number one. So we're gonna actually just start playing the uh, Rumble right now. Um, we're muting this because we're trying to avoid copyright and because they're you know, I don't want to get lawyers sicked on me. You know, that's a very scary yeah, proposition, and I don't want to have to deal with that. Right. This is I love I love the Rumble. I believe the Rumble in that year was set in Orlando, I think. It's in the Amway Center. Oh yeah, that is Orlando. You know, fun fact, my cousin, he graduated high school and they held a graduation at the Amway Center and this was like 2015. No, 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 not 2015, 2014. Peak of the Yes movement. And like when they called his name out, my cousins and I, we literally just stood up and did the yes chant and we were loud as hell. And it was one of the greatest moments. Did anyone ever. catch on and try to do it with you? Some people did actually, yeah. Like some like people from like a section that was like a far away from us, like they they're like, Hell yeah. And like they, they literally did it with us. It was pretty uh, cool. Here he comes, here comes Roman. And we can't hear it, but there's audible, probably audible boos from a lot of the crowd. Because remember, last year, the last Rumble, Royal Roman Reigns basically got cheered so badly to the point where The Rock cat came out. He was trying to get the crowd popped for him, but then The Rock got booed, and The Rock got looked yeah. so confused and sad. It was like horrible, but. Ooh, Roman's coming from the, the. I forget that he, like he still did that, like the whole coming in from the crowd thing. I actually I can appreciate it now because it looks that looks pretty cool when he when he does that. Yeah, it looks really badass. Yeah. 
it's it's weird seeing him with the title at this stage in his career though because like they they really did kind of like shoehorn him into the John Cena role like and you can tell that he I mean obviously he he did get acclimated into it and stuff like that but like look at his face you can tell the youth you can see the kind of like holy shit what the hell is happening right now on his face obviously he's holding up well under pressure but like you look at this Roman Reigns versus 2021 tribal chief Roman Reigns completely different people yeah and I you know the vest kind of looks very nice on him I we're so far Mm -hmm. removed from this like he's like now he's like basically shirtless and he still looks the same still looks in peak like top peak condition Mm-hmm. that's like I, I like here's the thing i understand why like wwe and like the guys that they they like look at that look at how he like holds up the title that makes me believe that's a guy i want like as top champion as champion yeah exactly like, the look like the, but, it made sense but like it's just like how you do it is really what matters and the way they did it it's just like you can't force someone who's cl- may or may not be ready for this like we're not ready to like embrace him that Right, exactly. that's the problem. Is like you, if he's not, we're not receptive to these guys. What the hell's the point? Exactly, exactly. And you remember when Batista won the Rumble? Um, they wanted Reigns to to win, and I feel like that was inadvertently just because they didn't want Batista to win. You know, and it's the same thing when people wanted Daniel Bryan to come out at number thirty in that one Rumble, and Rey Mysterio came out. People booed Rey Mysterio not because it was Rey Mysterio, but because it wasn't Daniel Bryan. So it's like WWE loves to like pigeonhole themselves into these weird situations. They just, because, they just enjoy yeah. putting themselves into a hole because they have, because they think that's the only way they really just like get get going is when they're like cornered. That's when they're at their best. They figure out ways. Yeah. And it's like kind of like a nice like fight or flight kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. But before that, like my God, Rusev, Rusev, like w- oh. with like the hair bun too. Look at this, Nero baby. Uh, Jesus, it, it is so weird to see him with long hair. It's, it's so like, young uh, too. Like I know, right? And he's so big too. Like look at him now. He's in tremendous shape. And that gamer yeah. money is doing a lot. <laughs> Does he, does he still have black hair? I think hair? he does. I, 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 I don't really care what he's doing with Kip Sabian. <laughs> what, do you think I do we think any of us care what he's doing with Kip Sabian? Ooh, that Absolutely looks not. That's really nice, nice nice kick. I love that. Yeah. Like he's shockingly like really athletic. He's so yeah. good. He's, he's definitely the kind of like the mid-card kind of guy that's like burly as hell and can like really like stiff people. It's mm-hmm. just, but he's also at the same time fluid enough to where like he can do those kinds of like, uh, that kick is like exactly what I like Rob Van Dam used to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. You didn't middle um, rope, middle, middle rope. rope. What are you doing? Rusev? You, you dummy. You're supposed to get him over the top. What are you doing? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what are you oh, doing? Geez. Rusev? Uh, did Roman Reigns get taken out of this rumble? Like, I I think he was, I think he, he did. It, like I said, like, the, oh, what? Oh come on! <laughs> that was so quick. Oh man! That, oh, here it comes. Here that it sucks. comes. Oh no! Oh, that sucked. That was God. awful. Boo! Boo! Here, here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, girl. here we go. 
I wonder to see if the if the network actually like fixed the camera angle for this. Definitely not. Oh they no, they didn't fix it. On. They did. Oh. oh, they did. They did. Look at this. No, I think that's how it was before. It was just the fact that like they had his Roman's face oh. during the buildup of. Oh, the you music. mean like when yeah. they just like look into you mean the tit- the Titan Tron that says "I am phenomenal"? Then everyone started popping. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Like. Look at this. Yeah, it's kind of like a homecoming for AJ too, because you know, TNA ties. You could tell you you could tell AJ is not used to this because like look at look at how small the steps that he's taking because he's not used to walking like a ramp that. Well, I mean, I don't want to say not that huge, but like he he's soaking in the moment. Obviously, he has the New Japan experience. He knows what this this feels like, but not in a WWE it, setting. He's it's different it in a sense. Like when you're walking down in Wrestle Kingdom for AJ. Like he, it's mm-hmm. it's different because like you're a piece, you're you're basically playing to a crowd that doesn't that you don't understand the culture to, even though, like, I mean AJ, I to, to some extent understands the culture, like because how how are they able to connect with them? But uh-huh. like you know, there's still like that slight culture barrier because like I like I like AJ, I don't think foresee foresaw himself like staying in New Japan long term. Yeah, and. uh going alongside that when he came to wwe he's playing along to this culture as well but he also has to play along to vince mcmahon ooh, as well ooh. you know and jesus just getting that reaction I'm, I'm pretty sure vince mcmahon saw what people people wanted out of yeah. aj styles the smartest decision that they ever did with aj and this is like a match we're going to watch later is uh <laughs> feud, making him finally feud with john cena just because like that's like the one dream match we always wanted was the AJ mm-hmm. John Cena face of, face of two companies taking each up taking on each other and the the way that they pulled it yeah. off is like the smartest way the best possible way and it really helped AJ just like have a, a an excellent run with uh, wait <laughs> oh, nice oh, okay now that is excellent that was an excellent camera cut right there that was that's a that was actually really fast that Tyler Breeze came out I'm like surprised. I always wondered like. The clock is like so inconsistent. It's so yeah. Honestly, let's what talk the, about that. They the could have just they could have really like just... just soaked it in a little bit more. Like you know, slowed down the mm-hmm. clock a little bit because this Roman versus AJ is an incredible like face to face. Like that's great. Yeah, because that's like the current top sure. guy against like the in- top indie guy. Like mm-hmm. AJ was coming into this like his debut. He was com- He came out still in one of the one of the best like you know he's still like he was coming off of holding the iwd gp heavyweight title for almost like mm-hmm. a quarter or like two-fifths of that year oh that was nice god wow i love that combo what yeah what a sequence man like ugh. yeah what a flaw i'm always honestly shocked by how strong aj is because like you know he basically was like doing this close to doing the styles clash to roman Mm-hmm. No, Tyler, no! Oh, no! Tyler, we couldn't hold on. Come on, let's get the cat, man. Who gets the elimination on paper I think, for that? I, Is it both you of know them? What? Okay, so it's like a sack. Like sometimes when two people sack the quarterback at the same time, I'd say it's yeah. like 0.5. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. that makes sense. I, seriously, it's, it's so shocking. I never liked when he. Oh, no. Oh, oh my god. god, which one is it? Which one is it? Which one is oh it? Oh god. <laughs> Look, they just don't care. 
Literally. What, what is happening? Oh, oh, now Roman looks. Are they doing Axel? Oh, Axelmania. Axel. Wait, it was just the Rumble where he never got eliminated. No, that was like I think the that year was the before year before. when he was doing the whole thing with uh with Miz. I mean, not Miz, uh, with uh, Miz Dow, Zando. Yeah. <laughs> he was never. I was never officially eliminated from the Rumble. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. <laughs> oh man, Curtis Axel, what an interesting guy. What an interesting, all, interesting. All the things we've I've heard about like Curtis Axel is that apparently he's like an excellent guy to work with if you're like trying to get back into green shape. Like he's a mm-hmm. really. That's like how. I didn't mean to no, cut no, you no, off. No. Uh, that was like how uh, I believe it was The Rock who trained with like Kurt Hawkins uh, to prepare for like his his WrestleMania comeback or something like that. Somebody trained Kurt Hawkins, but like the guys like Curtis Axel and Kurt Hawkins and stuff like that, Heath Slater, they're great people to have because you know even though they're not propelled into the main event or anything like that. They're necessary hands to have. Yeah, you know? it's like you wonder like why all these like WWE has so many wrestlers and they never use them because sometimes like a lot mm-hmm. of these wrestlers like they have like other roles to play like whether and it's not mm-hmm. on air. So, like I remember like the, there's a reason why they kept Heath, Heath Slater for all those years. Like remember that stretch, but like when they were promoting the uh, thousand year the thousandth episode of. The, the- yeah. Raw, yeah, he lost all yeah. the legends. They needed someone like that because they trusted. Uh, oh, this is. Oh. Now this this guy this guy right here, Jericho man. <sighs> this was kind of the start of his renaissance. Th- this was yep. the start of his renaissance, and this mm-hmm. is. I, they still have fireworks. I had no idea. I thought they. Oh no! They cut off the fireworks at like 2018, I believe, or 2017. <laughs> Yeah, what a shame. <laughs> well, at least AJ had really good Fyro. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Look at Jericho, man. Yeah. Really going him. through... Uh, This is where he's going full-on dad bod phase. Yeah. But, like, still incredible matches. Incredible. Either, oh, man. It's just kind of sad to look at him now. I, he's, he's 50. He's just, I don't... It's like, look, if I... I don't expect people to be in the best shape when they're in 50... Uh, no 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 that's not what i'm referring to i'm okay with him looking the way he looks i mean especially since the fact that like you know he's literally done it all as kane comes out uh oh god i can't believe this guy is a mayor he's i know right i I can't even imagine like a seven foot tall mayor i can't like could you imagine if like the mayor of your the, the the local town town leader is like that big and that tall how like scared would you be like you'd kind of just vote for him just out of just because of like unintentional intimidation yeah like that that is terrifying (laughs) kane had an interesting uh interesting tail end of his career you know you know you look at this guy and this this was the guy who ripped off the door of hell in a cell and i think his last match was him winning the 24 7 title as glenn mayor glenn jacobs so (laughs) He he's always had like an interesting run, in my opinion. Yeah, like there, there was never any point of like he was like incredibly like one of the strongest dudes. Like his peak, mm-hmm. like peak powers, like the late nineties. Like that guy was was one of the more like he was so over, and mm-hmm. like, it's ninety eight. Like he talked through like this, uh, you know, like this, 
the, the voice, voice box. box and he there was like a shred of mystery the whole his connection with the undertaker like i love that mm-hmm. but like you know he seeing him at that point <laughs> gold dust oh. god that's that's where is that my man two aw guys now yeah two i think yeah, yeah. T- oh no, three. If you count Rusev, we completely forgot about him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that's three, three wow. AEW guys. Jesus Christ, look at this. Going back to Kane, like uh, he's always been like incredibly selfless too. Like even at his peak, well, not his peak, but like uh, even when he first started as Kane, when he was this big, insane monster, he he still lost. I mean, he lost to Undertaker at WrestleMania. He eliminated himself. From Royal Rumble 1999 and stuff like that, he wasn't afraid to take a loss. He didn't need to win to be. His whole mistake know. was that like he's a big, big monster that had didn't really have like a conscience. Like he had no mm-hmm. idea what he was really thinking, and like he just basically did whatever like the bidding of like uh, Paul Bear, the corporation. He never really was yeah. like by himself until like when they started giving him a little more personality in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there was always. I remember that phase where he was teaming up with Xbox and like that that started. Oh, I, I like that team. They worked. Uh, you know, I watched a couple matches with them and they they worked pretty well together. You know, they they were pretty much like the yin and yang of each Xbox other was, because like Xbox, yeah, Xbox is like okay. I understand Xbox. I I understand that whole concept, but like the guy actually was like really good. Like he's a great like r- mm-hmm. guy in the ring because he actually knows what the hell he's doing. He's like. Yeah. He's he's like again like one of those guys like we were talking about Heath Slater like it, he's so good yeah. like he's so, he's basically like one of the safest guys to work with. Yeah, that's a really good comparison comparing him to Heath Slater. Like a, even uh, Xbox. Oh my god, no. Oh damn, he was in this my match. Was here. He, oh yeah, he was here. I think he was in the ladder match or was it the U.S. title match? I forget. Because they faced Kalisto if I remember correctly in WrestleMania. Yeah. Jesus, where yeah. has he been? Where's Ryback with him? He's been like complaining online like about everything and I find it entertaining, but people really, really hate Ryback. Uh, because like he's, I don't I can understand. He's why. just like I mean, yeah, I get it too. But I personally find it entertaining. Like, but people are just like they really just hate Ryback for the things that he's saying. He hates Vince McMahon. I think he's been like shitting on maybe Jim Cornette or Jim Cornette has been like, you know, getting down on him too. And Jim Cornette has just been on leash. He said Goldberg, I mean, uh, Ryback must be drinking Drano if he thinks he's more entertaining than I think it was Goldberg or something like that. Well, I think everyone hates him because like it's coming off as like less like frustration and under- and justifiable frustration more just like bitterness. Yeah, there's a exactly. difference. That, that, like when Moxley is was venting out when he left WWE in in the Jericho interview, people understood it because they actually like felt the pain, felt his pain and his frustration. Mm-hmm. With Ryback, they had like no sympathy for him. There was there was like yeah. no sympathy for that guy because like he was just. It's like, dude, they gave you everything. They gave you a major push, and you blew it. Mm-hmm. You, you... Yeah, I, you can't help but, like, feel bad, too, because it's just, like, you look at the things that he's saying, and, like, it sounds like he's just kind of, like, spiraling out of control. You I know mean, what I mean? I'm just glad. I mean, at least he's, like, he's doing something. Uh, but he's not spiraling out of control like Val Venus. Either way. Kofi Kingston, wow. Yeah, I love how they just kind of oh, gave like that graphic, this... even though they're clearly doing a whole bit where uh, they're trying to figure out like who's it gonna be, who's it gonna be. 
Yeah, and I thought it was Woods because Woods is coming out with the belt. No, He's no, but then like the Kofi, like the graphic came up and it kind of spoiled that. And yeah, like, really, guys. Yeah, we all knew it was going to be Kofi. He does yeah. the thing every year where he miraculously stays in the stays in the, the Rumble. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. see. He wait. Is this is this heel Kofi? Is this heel New Day? I, I think they're still heel at this point. Yeah, the way they were kind of coming down, they kind of looked like you know. Yeah, it's tough to tell because villainous. like. Their heel personas in twenty fifteen kind of merged perfectly with them being baby faces. Right, exactly. Oh my god, damn! He launched AJ. Yeah, it was that pretty good. Jeez, I, I'd say that's more AJ doing a really good job selling that. Yeah, he flew. Kofi damn. doing a headbutt. What are you doing? What are you doing, Kofi? Stop being dumb. You can't. God. You can't headbutt. <laughs> you can't headbutt Whoa. Roman. Yeah, that that was major height. You saw how quickly he like flipped his body too. Yeah, that uh, was nuts. That was insane. Crazy course, right? Now I, it's like I want to. I don't want to complain about like people wrestlers like just basically stopping people from eliminating other wrestlers. Like because like that's like I guess people. It's like why why would you stop someone from eliminating like another person? It's like I just enjoy the match. All right. Oh God! Please, uh, please no! Don't, don't, don't! No! Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, thank. oh, and he, he, he gunned it too. I was like, so like scared because yeah, he was sprinting towards that. Like, Jesus! Uh, yo, imagine he's like sprinting towards you. He covered mad distance within like five so, steps. That was. That was. This guy used to be a football player, so I'm, I'm basically like, I think he was a football player. Did he play in the? No, NFL? I don't think he played. I think he was. I all I know is that he went to the University of Florida and oh okay that's like a football powerhouse um oh, i'm right, not right. i forget i'm not sh- I, f- I forget if he was uh if he went to if he played on the football I- i'm pretty sure he did <laughs> but i'm not really sure now that you mentioned this football stuff because i didn't even i didn't even know like his his background but like putting that together yeah i, I feel like I, i'm getting kind of like moose vibes from titus right now especially since he's not jobbing out right now or really seeing what what he's capable of by the way moose that guy yeah. is gonna take on kenny i think oh yeah man i i'm glad like it sucked that out shelly got like replaced in that match but like i'm glad that they gave moose that spot moose i i can't wait to see future holds for, for moose. i don't know I what, what's going on like i i've kind of just tuned out like what they're doing at impact like i guess it's like a slow burn kind of thing where they're just kind of like we're establishing the whole kenny and the good brothers like faction together with callus mm-hmm. it's like like a slow burn i'm gonna trust it but for now it's just like eh, it's not as impressive as i thought it would be they're doing the whole AEW infiltrating as well because um good brothers is wrestling a private party for the titles yeah like i think yeah hardy but, and yeah. uh and uh, and private party they, like i like the infusion of like like they're slowly bringing in talent and like merging the the two uh oh, what what oh no Oh, this is wrong. Oh, my God. I actually just saw this on WWE's Instagram. They were like, top five biggest mistakes in the Rumble. And this was uh, this was number one, well, of actually. Course it is. My man my man doesn't <laughs> understand what match this is. What, what, <laughs> what are you doing? Look at Roman. Yeah, He's just sliding guy. into the turnbuckle. He's like, what, what the hell is happening? Am I... It gave every yeah. It gave everybody like a nice breather from, oh, from like everything I, else. I used to hate Archer for doing this kind of stuff, but actually, when you, I've grown to appreciate it. Like the twenty four seven title is the greatest thing he's ever given. 
It's like mm-hmm. basically actually no wrong way of putting it. I think the twenty four seven title is basically his like his like gift for all the service he's done for WWE. Yeah, I agree. Um, he plays into the role so well. He too. Like you know, he, he's he doesn't really he sh- he could have just like went up to Vince and said I don't want to do this, but like no, nah, he's just like dude, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm being paid to do something that I love doing, and mm-hmm. now I'm being rewarded. He's gonna. I don't mean to cut you off. And now he's like basically, oh, oh. Uh, now the, it used to be like I thought that was pretty hype, but it's not actually because like it did, the role didn't really like go out naturally as I thought it did the first time around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same thing with our with with our truth though is just like you know uh, the guy's getting paid a ton of money, and he's not like completely destroying his body because like he doesn't have to wrestle. Like super high impact matches. He doesn't have to wrestle a match. That's he's doing like comedy spots. Like, that minutes. guy is like, it, you know, it, he's doing stuff that like is basically DDT light. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of the stuff. Like if if our truth decided to go sign with DDT, he'd fit right in. Right, like, <laughs> he would fit right in. Like that's ex- kind of like oh here we go. Which one is it? Ooh. I wonder which one it is. Because. Uh, Oh wow! All Rest in peace, wow. Brody. Rest in peace, Brody. Man, it's still so surreal. Like I'm getting goosebumps just watching him. Holy it God! Film. Like he really played into that whole hurts- like, cultist thing. I know, right? And it's it's weird seeing everybody pull back the curtain on him because it's like it was the complete opposite. You know, he looked apart, but like he was such a genuinely amazing human being. Yeah. And father, Jesus. And yeah, I know. It's, it's getting kind of emotional. So. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah, it's. it's I didn't really like wanted to post anything. I just kind of wanted to just enjoy, like, just soak in. Oh come on! What is happening here? Oh really? Now? What? Oh yeah. This, okay, so this is how he gets taken yeah. out. Oh what a way! Oh, this is such a great way of taking someone out. Where? Oh my god! Oh, and you know, you know, it's like bad because Vince is there. He's directing it. He's literally directing it, and so like he's literally like laughing in the audience's face at this point. Yeah, where's where's uh, where's Barrett? Because I know he was also part of the the league. Was he injured at this time? He was. Or or did he have a match earlier? I don't know. All I know is that like he was also part of the League of Nations. Yeah. It's like that's a great that's a great uh heel faction in the eighties. Yeah, they. I feel like they had so much potential, but you know that they were literally just put together just so they could get Roman Reigns. It's not over. as bad as when it was like Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley just continuously. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a lot of pain. Yeah, literally, that that was pain. I don't know all why around. they chose to do it now. They could have just done it like so much later. But I guess like you wanted to give like Roman more shot. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yo, nice oh, boot. Oh wow. Del Rio lost the title to Kalisto, the U.S. title to Kalisto earlier in the night. Yikes. Oh, this uh, is... Uh, wow. Okay. Two AEW guys in a row. Multiple nice. AEW guys. Jesus. I uh-huh. I remember how like surreal this was when he just transformed into gold dust like this. And I'm pretty sure Cody... I'm pretty sure Cody said that he didn't like it at all. Yeah. 
I think I think it was cool at first, but then once he realized that he wasn't switching back to Cody Rhodes, that he's you know. just like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, what a shame, man. I imagine Cody with the big gold belt, like that would have looked amazing. I also thinking to myself, like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was nice. I I also think uh, it was like Cody was. Uh, I love that whole thing with him and Stephen Amell, and. Hell yeah! The great part of it is that like they actually became friends like after that they and like they they stayed in touch and everything and Stephen Mel was showed up at all in, and he's part of other stuff and like that was great. He wrestled in uh, Ring of Honor, I think, as well. Really? Yeah, I think so. Which is pretty cool. Stephen Mel is a real one. I what love was that? I think was that match him. against Christopher Daniels? I think. Was that at all in? I think he wrestled Christopher Daniels at Ring of Honor yeah. as well. It's not something with the, I think it was a six man tag. I don't think it was a singles match in Ring of like, Honor. Stephen Amell, like he kind of like checks off all the books, all the marks for like a what the the ideal celebrity wrestler. Like mm-hmm. he he wants someone who's athletic enough to do all the moves and st- and keep up with actual with these guys, but also at the same time have res- enough respect for the industry to follow the rules. And they, uh, oh my god, they're they're bringing out the stretcher for him. Please. God. Stone Cold is right now looking at this and just like shaking his head. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they did it, oh my <laughs> the big god, show, oh, obligatory Big Show spot appearance. Ugh. Yeah, we didn't like the Big Show at this time, but now that was he was I he healed he, here? I'm pretty sure he's. <laughs> you can't tell yeah. anymore. There's no what, what's the difference? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's but he's about to turn on somebody. <laughs> Look how hyped like uh, Stardust is. He nah. looks so hype. He wants to take on the big show. I love how <laughs> everyone slowly starts to realize that it's like, okay, the big show's coming up. We have to actually eliminate. They got big show and Kane in there. Oh. Yeah, remember the year before, like what actually what made it work, what made la- the last rumble oh. suck was the fact that they just had big show and Kane just like eliminate everybody for some reason. <laughs> like if it was Roman oh, eliminating everybody, I think I would have. I think the fans wouldn't have turned turned on like Roman as much. But the fact that like they, it was like this dumb payoff for the after like Big Show and Kane slowly draining the life out of the audience was a problem. Mm-hmm. Was the problem? I think that to yeah. me was like the main reason, like why like Roman got boots. So, oh my god! Yo, how did Titus O'Neil and Ryback last so long? I'm surprised at that. And why? Oh. Wait. I'm, why why is Roman Reigns like walking even though he it's literally like there's a stretcher for you dude just get on the goddamn stretcher literally just get get on the stretcher what are you doing Jesus alright let's see I wonder I forgot who eliminates Jericho is it AJ Styles? I don't know like I, I, I honestly don't remember like some of it Look at wow, AJ. Wow, AJ Styles and Big Show. Oh, weird. I think he learned a thing or two from fighting uh, Abyss and Bad Luck Fale. Ooh, another AEW guy. God. Oh, look at that adorable cape. And now he's basically an actual... He's literally called the Bastard. Yeah. Damn. Oh, wow. AEW on he AEW looks... right there. AEW on AEW. He Jesus. looks so slim. And young. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. God, like, like he he was big here, but like now he's just like he's even bigger. Like, I don't I don't get it, yo. He, I saw, he's he's an amazing I guy. Went, 
on my trip to Japan to watch the best of the Super Juniors, I remember I saw a Dragon Gate poster at Kirken Hall, and I have never seen as many veins popping out of his out of a man's arms as I saw when I looked at Pac's like promotional picture. Holy God, uh, he looked like menacing. He looked like he was going to yeah. like he was trying to murder you with his eyes. Yeah, especially with that beard too. That beard does wonders yeah. for him. Like, I was wondering where that popcorn came from. They just forgot. completely New casually was... like just oh the Kofi got eliminated. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Man, that was. Yeah. Okay, that's a pretty good matchup. Luke first. That's a yeah. That's a dang match right there. That's two big dudes right there. And then oh wow, and Cody Rhodes and uh and just, no. uh puts his face pack. Yeah, we'll Neville. Call him yeah. Neville, but he's really pocking our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Did AJ Styles and Cody Rhodes ever face off? Stardust. Uh I don't know, cause like they, I don't think they ever have, because Cody didn't get released until 2016. Mm. Like, well. Isn't this this is twenty sixteen? No, no, right? Oh, you mean like a match in Raw or something? Yeah, maybe, like did they ever wrestle? Maybe. I'm not really sure. That's a good question. Oh, yeah, piss pants, oh, bro. Oh, fat Braun Strowman. No, oh God, pants? that like I, I I saw a what culture video for like ten things you those ten things you want to forget about a guy. Those videos uh-huh. and they did one for Braun and they mentioned like the piss pattern pants and I was like, oh God, that looks awful. <laughs> Who wow, I never even idea. noticed that. Yeah, wow. That was... That's something. Man, it's weird. Like, this guy... Braun Strowman completely bypassed NXT. It, like, he he did, like, a oh, couple no. of live events. This actually but... looked pretty, was pretty hype. That's a pretty hype. Yo, you remember the cage match that they had on Raw? Yeah. These two? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's pretty hype. It's like, say what you want about yeah. the show, but anytime you... Like, <laughs> that is the worst punching I've ever seen. Look at how bad that oh punching is. Jesus. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, Braun, like, Big Show was, like, Braun's, in some way, was, like, taught, like, Braun a lot of stuff, too. How to yeah, be a big for guy. sure. Because, like, look, we can, like, it's fun making fun of it and criticizing the Big Show, but at, at the the dude is, like, actually, like, really loves the industry. Of course, loves of course. It. I love he Big did, Show. He chokes out the Big Ooh. Show, and, of course, his big-ass foot, like, can't get off the... <gasps> Oh my god! Damn, he knocked out Kane and Big Show, the two big guys yeah, in the match. Good for him. Luke too. Jesus, it's like all the yeah. Like, oh Jesus! Now that's an actual body body punch right there. That's exactly what we're looking uh, yeah. for here. Yeah, it's wow, Chris Jericho. His Braun whole Strowman. transformation, like once he got drafted separately to Raw, and uh, oh wow, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but look at that, Brody Lee and Cody Rhodes. There's no where's the uh, collar. Yeah, where's the dog up? Uh, I think Kevin Owens had a match before. Yeah, see, he's limping. Yeah, he re- he wrestled he wrestled uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah. for I think the IC title. I think he yeah, lost. I'm sure, he did. Yeah, he's like limping like crazy. Damn. he's selling it really well. I love this. What kind of match is that? Was it just I, a regular? I, was match? it no DQ? Because I feel like he may. Oh, last man standing. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, that makes sense. Why he's barely standing? Huh. Put put a dollar in the pun jar right there. I, <laughs> look at this. Now, oh, because these two have faced off Damn. against each other probably in like PWG mm. or Ring of Honor. Yeah, it sucks because you saw. So, oh my look god, how fast that was. That was yeah. Jesus. Jeez. 
Neville was moving like a bullet. Um, yeah, but I, do you remember the the program the feud with AJ Styles and Kevin Owens for the U.S. title? Uh, that was 2018, I believe. No. Yeah. No! <laughs> if it had to be anybody, it had to be Kevin. It has to be Kevin yeah, Owens. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a heel, but like that's like. It was one way to like not get the, the entire crowd sucked out because at least it, like they, they they gave the rub to someone who actually who they felt deserved it. Yeah, like if it was anybody else, like, maybe if like, it was like right, Luke you, Harper or like Devil, I think they would have been fine. But the fact that it was like a, a natural heel, but they respected, mm-hmm. but they actually liked that guy. That's good. Yeah, it was like all right, you got eliminated by somebody respectable. It's not like you got eliminated by like Titus O'Neil. Yeah, you didn't get eliminated like by that. Braun. Yeah, yeah. If it was Braun, um. That it been... would not have been an ideal. Look at this. Yeah. Future, future best friends. Future best friends. They they, they didn't know it. They didn't know it then, but they, they were going to become the best of friends. And that ties back to what I was talking about with uh, Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. I remember that pro, that feud just was not good because Kevin Owens was like checked out because it was right after he got screwed over with the whole universal title thing with the whole uh, Kevin Owens storyline. Like he was really on fire and they did their best to like completely extinguish that fire. And like, you can tell Kevin Owens was like super depressed after that. Yeah. And you never oh, really, noticed, I never really noticed that, but when you actually hear him talk about it, like, I think it was like his, his uh, documentary, like the 365. I think he talked mm-hmm. about that. Like he was just not yeah. happy after that. Yeah. I mean, Vince told him, like, Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho was one of the worst WrestleMania matches he's seen. Yeah. Wow, straight up. God. It's amazing that Kevin decided to stick to stick with WWE because, like, if I heard something like that from my boss, like, I would not be – I would just be so depressed to the point of just – well, not depressed. Maybe not yeah. depressed is not the right word. I would have been so bummed out to the point where it's like I would actually have considered leaving, leaving it. But knowing exactly. Kevin and how who he is as an – like – the real kevin like you know the guy playing kevin kevin owens like he really values his family so he's a family guy he's a dad yeah so of course he, genuine dude yeah genuine dude i love yeah. i loved him in 2020 like he was like really all about the whole like mask stuff and he's like one of the guys that like really i think he's an excellent locker room guy too absolutely yeah he's he's an important figurehead to have I wonder what he's gonna do for WrestleMania. It's interesting. Uh, I do you like what they're doing with him and Roman right now? It, it only took him like two months for him to finally stand tall over over Roman Reigns. I mean, like, I, I of course it's gonna be a great I, match and yeah. stuff like that. They work really well together, but obviously, you know, Roman Reigns is going over, so it's like I'm kind of not invested for that purpose. But I know they're gonna, gonna have, have a great a, match. A good so. fine match that's gonna look fluid. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, like the match that they had Ooh. at what pay per view with? Oh, here we my go. God. It's your buddy. It's your guy. Yeah, Sam hell yeah, it. man. I don't love throw oh, my Please. God. Throw it on your shoulder. Yeah, my God. You saw how you did that? Yeah. I didn't realize you could just like be so hyped to the point where you could just throw out your shoulder like that. And he still wrestled yeah, that match against that. Cena. It was one of the best, yeah. best, like, the, best of the US Open, match, US Open Challenge matches. Mm-hmm. And he got introduced by Bret Hart. Oh, yeah. Remember. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, Sammy had an amazing year. It just sucked that he was injured during it. That sucked. Yeah. I'm glad Sammy, Sammy has actually gotten, like, you know, some time to shine now. 
And I remember when he, he beat Braun for the IC title, like that was just mind blowing. I remember like my brother and I popped so hard for that. What was that? Like Elimination Chamber? What was it 2019 no, or something like that? Didn't he, uh, well, didn't. It was him, him, oh, Cesaro, and yo, Shinsuke. Let's go. Versus Braun. let's go, Sammy. Let's go, Sammy. Damn. Oh. <laughs> Kevin's probably going to complain. It's like, I was injured. Yeah. That was great. Like, it's only a matter of time before these two link back up again since they're on SmackDown. It's only a matter of time. I don't it's think so they can go weird an entire how dynamics, year. Because like Samuel's is a natural baby face, even like you know, when mm-hmm. they feuded in like ROH, which was like Genericos versus Steen. Like mm-hmm. Generico was like a natural like baby face, and it worked. Like that, it was one of the best feuds like you've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, like, cause like Kevin decided to just go become a, a full on bastard in, in ROH. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm pretty sure, like, what was that? Like the chair shot. He did a chair shot that was so brutal in that match. When he turned, mm-hmm. was it when he turned on, or was it like their first match that he hit like a brutal ter- chair shot on him? Was it when he turned on him? Like, it might have been when he turned on him. I don't remember uh, actually. No, I mean uh, Eric, uh, Eric Rowan, or is, do we call him Eric Redbeard now? I'm not sure if he's employed yeah. with AEW yet. Nah, nah, he's not. He was actually on uh, the New Day podcast on the network uh, last week, I think. So. He's he has good relations with both companies. It's not like WWE blackballed him. No, for, like I don't. You know, it's like WWE. It's not. It's like they just couldn't figure out how to use him properly. That's just the case for them. I'm disappointed that they released him during the pandemic, though, because like he was actually on a roll. I mean, I was being weird though. That's like they were tr- doing like weird stuff like on Raw that like basically you. Oh, the spider thing. Oh Jesus Christ! Damn. clothesline. Jesus. Yeah. Um, going back to, to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, the generico and Steen. You you ever go to Ring of Honor's YouTube channel? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh wow! Ironically, you got eliminated by uh, Brody Lee. Um, yeah, they if you go to Ring of Honor's uh, YouTube channel, they'll upload every generico and Steen match except for Ladder Wars, and like that, I find that so I, frustrating. I think, I'm pretty sure Ladder Wars was like a twelve, like a slightly condensed version that you could find on YouTube. Oh, is it? Is. Or maybe it was like oh, their man. first match. I, I don't remember. Yeah, it's one of those matches where like I've seen clips of, but I've never seen the whole yeah. thing, and it's it's just like I really, really would like to see that match. This is fascinating. This is like three members of the Wyatt family against three scrawny dudes. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh wow! Yeah, this. you're it's, right. It's huh. six, and like Roman's taken out. We haven't seen Roman, so technically there's seven people still in the Rumble. Ooh, oh, Mark yeah, Henry. Too. Whoa, nice. Yo, have you been seeing his feud with uh, Ryback? Uh, are they going to wrestle? What's happening with that? No, no, no. They're, no, they're, they're like, well, I think Mark Henry had responded to what Ryback had said. Ryback said basically said that wrestling was fake. Oh, you and, see, that's how you, know, you that's how you you piss off people, like your fans. And Mark Henry was like, there's like a whole line of people that would like, you know, fuck you up for that and like mark henry literally said it yeah if you pull up i will beat the shit out of you <laughs> so yeah that's a that's a that's a feud in 2020 2021 i mean yes geez i forgot we oh jesus new year what? that was quick what oh come on <laughs> oh they're do- why they do mark henry like that they did the same exact thing like that the big show and Kane are doing right now look at this so why they're really trying to like make the? I mean, I get it. It's like you want to make the Wyatt family look strong. Oh, was Brock in this rumble? I think he was. I think he gets eliminated by the by the Wyatt yeah. family. 
It's shocking too. Yeah, Jesus. damn, Luke like, Harper. Braun Trent like basically transformed from like that disheveled mess that he is in in the Rumble, and then when he gets drafted to Raw, he clean shaves like he's clean shaves. <laughs> like he has a nice hairdo. He has his own kind of thing. And he develops yeah. instantly develops a personality. Like it's the most shocking thing. Transfers like, wait, what? Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. I I just met this like Bigfoot man, and, and now you've transformed into this just a a, co- a giant with a conscience. What's happening? Bigfoot man, I love that. That's actually really really suitable for him. Oh, here he goes. <laughs> here he goes. Oh wow. wow! I mean, I I think people still like Brock at this point. Yeah, I think, think so. About it. Which is weird. It's it's weird that people liked Brock. Well, we okay. <laughs> opinion on Brock would turn after after this WrestleMania, but opinion his approval rating of Brock at during this time was pretty good because oh. like this his Damn. remember like after WrestleMania like he like basically decked an entire announcer team just because like Seth pissed yeah. him off so much, and mm-hmm. like he finally got a chance at Seth, but then like he had to face the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. There will never be another heel like Brock Lesnar, in my opinion. The guy is insane athlete, and like nobody will ever be booked Jesus, like him. He just clothesline Braun Strowman. He yeah, he just floored him like oh wow, Eric Rowan just Bye. like not having that yeah wow. I'm glad they eliminated Rowan first. Yeah, he was always uh, unfortunately. <laughs> it sucks. The the most disposable member of the Wyatt family, but when he started that thing with Daniel Bryan, man, that really allowed for Rowan to shine. Yeah, I mean, you loved it because he just displayed random like every week. He always wore no. like a metal a metal t a metal brand t shirt. That was just that was just like cherry on the top, but like he really worked super well with uh Daniel Bryan and like those matches that he had, like those tag team matches, those were awesome. I was super super happy to see like he grew into something that wasn't the Wyatt family because I thought he would always be like the third he member. He also looked you know? exactly like someone that I would, I would see as like the muscle of an environmental protection conservation yeah. protest. <laughs> Is it Bray Wyatt that's next? No. Oh, oh, wow. No. Jack, Jack Flagger, uh, Jake Hager. Jesus, that's another AEW guy. <sighs> yeah, so many AEW guys. Yeah, they did this whole bit on AEW this like past week with like... Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager teaming up to it. It's like Sammy Hagar, and only they got Sammy Hagar to like appear, or I guess they had like a video really? package or something. Yeah, my brother told me he's like, damn, they really got Sammy Hagar to. to... Wow, <laughs> Braun, Braun, that's yeah. pretty much what like says everything about WWE thought of Jake Hager or Jack Swagger. Mm-hmm. Jesus, mm-hmm. what the hell? <clears throat> oh, this is. Uh... How did this feud even come I about? I don't remember. I'd have to look it up, but like, I, we were both excited for it because like Ambrose was riding an all-time high. He was like, he was coming off okay. of that like the roadblock pay-per-view where he had to put up a pretty good match with Triple H. That was oh, a good wait, match. Spoiled, by the way. God damn it! Just spoiled the ending. Uh, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a good. It was a good ass match over yeah, there. I, but, I, yeah. For the record, uh, yeah, this is uh, there's a lot we've been cursing a lot, and the only reason we're doing that is just because like this, it's really how I'm, we're more comfortable. So when I'm releasing this podcast, there, there's going to be an expletive. Oh explicit my god! Tag. Yeah, no, dude, is I he 
Brock never really used like high high knee lifts like that. That was insane, and he was fast as that's what always pissed me off about Brock Lesnar during like this time period because it was like you know he was capable of like all this kind of stuff, but he chose to just do suplexes, and it's like I get I, it. I would have liked it. Why they I did that? If he brought back the. Uh... You know, like you know, when every single time like he's in a corner, he has those like uh, shoulder, like shoulder blocks, like into in the corner. Like he yeah. used to do that so many times, and like every single time he did it was like you'd hear Taz say, "Well, here comes the pain." Here comes the pain. Um. Wow. Yo, Miz actually looks in incredible shape. I don't think I ever seen Miz this like we're, cut we're up. We're gonna be talking just... about Miz at later point in the year. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. He's such a coward. <laughs> oh, such, look at that face look at, off. Look at this cow. He's such a coward. He's just like, he's oh. so good at playing a coward. Oh my god. Damn. <laughs> that was a crazy face off. What? Is Jericho bleeding? Um, Luke Harper and uh Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah. That was a. Pretty much uh, like Brody Lee and his iteration against Brock. That's a pretty good matchup. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Oh, Byron man. Saxon as commentator, man, he looks so young. Byron Saxon has been there forever, man. Like he's been with WWE for at least over a decade now, which is weird to think yeah. about. See, like this exactly, oh, but I want it faster. I want the I want those shoulder like blocks in faster. Yeah, his Brock's cardio has always been the thing that's like I guess held him back. I guess a little bit because like. In every other physical aspect, he excels. But, like, if you ever watched, like, his college wrestling and stuff like that, his gas tank was just the one thing that was always, I guess, limited for him. Not to say that he he had bad cardio. It's just, you know. No, yeah. it, look, some guys, like, you saw him in the Rumble. Like, I honestly thought, like, the reason, like, he looked so winded was, like, to be fair. Like, he was, like, 1 to 15. He's facing all these guys. But, like, also, like... He's like getting. He's kind of shocking that, like, when you look at him, he's like forty. It's like you don't believe that he's forty. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You don't that's believe. Be you don't like that. believe that he's forty. Oh my god, I missed out on something. Yeah. Oh god, I hate this guy. I genuinely. Alberto genuinely Del Rio, aka Alberto uh, uh, El Patron, whatever his name is on the Indies. Yeah, he's. Yeah, we don't need. We're, we're gonna ignore yeah. him. He's kind of I, scummy. I, 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 I want to see Brock Lesnar just choke him out. Yeah, he's yeah. scummy. We don't need to go into any further on why. Yeah, we already know. Fuck Delrio. Um, it sucks because he was a good wrestler, but like that doesn't excuse the fact that he's just literally just a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah. Either way, but again, uh, remember, let's ignore it. Let's ignore him. And yeah, oh god, Brock just like body both of them. <laughs> Brock is very good. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It's oh man. At least he's not. At least he's not Goldberg, where it's like Goldberg walks to the ring and he gets winded and like looks like he wants to. <laughs> he wants to go home. You know. Yeah. Like, well, Brock like has like a genuine oh respect for me, like the business too. Like no one. It's yeah. like sometimes it just he just it, it doesn't show. <gasps> wow. Shit. Who the hell eliminates Brock? I, I think you're gonna need to win on that one. Because I think I think you do yeah. remember, but it's like there's like a mental blockage. <laughs> Look at he's spitting. Yeah. He just spit on the ring. <laughs> he just. I thought he I thought he got eliminated by the Y family. I think that was another rumble. No, hold on. I'm gonna need you to. All right, let's see. I Who's love that? he's facing off against Jericho. Is... I'm, I'm honestly shocked those two have never. Oh, I think they have, but it's like uh like 2002. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, here comes Bray. Nice. 
I wonder what the Fiend versus Brock Lesnar would look uh, like. I don't want to know what that looks like. <laughs> I mean, we already got Fiend versus Goldberg. We've seen the Fiend lose, so it's like, what possibly worse could it be if he goes against I'm, Brock Lesnar? Yeah, I don't know what the hell this <laughs> Damn, Brave looks good. Like, he looks in incredible shape. Look at him. He looks like... Oh, uh, there he like... uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I hate oh, okay. the one, I, oh, I hate the fact okay. that Rumble is like a no DQ match like this. I, I hate this. It's like if you're eliminated, you have to leave. There should be consequences for this type of stuff. It's weird that he got eliminated by the Wyatt family, but that never culminated towards anything towards the, was, the Royal I Rumble. I mean, towards WrestleMania. Yeah, Didn't they wrestle at like Fastlane or not? Was it Fastlane I, or like Roadblock? I have or no something? idea. Yeah. I have. Yeah. No okay. clue. No. No idea. Man, it's uh, it's a lot. Oh. <laughs> wow. He literally just eliminated them twice, basically. Okay, he eliminated Braun legitimately twice. Ah <laughs> uh, man. Did you see that Brock Lesnar lookalike? That twenty-three-year-old uh, football player from UCF. I've never seen it. Oh man, he looks exactly like Brock. Uh, is this like a current guy now, or is it like a former former guy? He's like he's twenty three. He plays football for UCF, and like uh, people are saying, he's like the next big thing. Uh, he was backstage at NXT. You should look him up. His name is Parker Bordreau, and like he literally looks exactly. See exactly like, like look at this. Like they're all just coming back. Like what's stopping other wrestlers from just doing that? Jesus, yeah, I hate exactly. this. <laughs> the Miss is still in commentary. Miss is just still, still watching. Chilling. Yeah, he's smart. I love it. Wow, he actually gets a sister Abigail hit on him. Wow, you know, I always thought the sister Abigail's break was a pretty good finisher, but once I saw Jay White do a very similar version of that, as like it just like no, Jay, Jay did it better, <laughs> Jay did it so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. Wow, yeah, Blue that's Carver like a horrible way to get him. Brock out. If you're gonna eliminate Brock, you better it better be like with one person, that's the yeah. best way to eliminate. Well, I mean. They needed three fucking massive dudes to get get rid of him. I mean that that just that just goes to it, it put Brock over more than it put them over. Yeah. Like if you had just Bray eliminate Brock, that would have been so Bray would have been so over. Yeah. Just like how Drew McIntyre did uh was literally, it last yeah, year. Literally last year he this Claymore kicked him out of the ring and kept staring at wow. him for like two entrants. Because Brock slowly kept walking back slowly and still in disbelief that he was eliminated by this guy. And then Drew just kept staring at him. Yeah, seriously. Um, It's crazy. Oh, God. Well, he was still over during this time. He was still over. Yeah. Was he? I think he was a face here. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So this is where Miz is probably going to get involved. Um, What was I going to say? So, yeah, that's crazy to think that Luke Harper on his record, could say that he eliminated Brock Lesnar from the Royal Rumble. Huh. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Super kick. Palooza. Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, there okay. it is. Nice, nice. There it is. Yeah, how, do you, <laughs> how do you feel about the dirty dog? The dirty what? What was it? Dirty what? The dirty dogs? Mm, don't know what that is. Do you know the dirty dogs? That, that's Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Oh, wait, is that what they're calling themselves now? <laughs> yeah, the dirty oh, dogs. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, at least Robert Roode's doing something. I'm glad yeah, that he's yeah, doing something. Sure. I mean, I'm happy about that, but like, really? 
that you're calling yourselves the dirty <laughs> dogs. I'm glad I'm I'm I've tuned out like that the tag team division on SmackDown. Yeah, but it, it's not D O G dogs. It's uh, it's D A W G S. Oh dog. God. <laughs> I I mean. Dolph is from like Cleveland, I think. He's that's like his hometown. And like yeah, uh-huh. like the Browns have like the the football team, the Cleveland Browns, they have like this uh you know the dog pound section of their fan base. It's called yeah. like, they have like a, a super fan base like section in their stadium called the Dog Pound. And every single oh, time okay. like they just like hoo, 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 something like that. Oh, this oh is good. yeah. This is good. Here comes Seamus. <laughs> look at him look at that shit eating grin on look, his look face at the beard i've actually missed this look he did this was such a good look Any, anybody who said he looked stupid they were they were objectively yeah. wrong this was such a cool ass look and this was because of the fact that like he <gasps> <laughs> oh, that was, oh, that was oh. actually pretty good i that actually i like that one. Oh no not the miz yeah. ah number 30 yeah no <laughs> He so as they were saying, like Seamus had this whole role because like looked like that because he was in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh yeah, you're right. He was uh, what was it Rocksteady? Yeah, he was like the Rhino, I think. Yeah, I think it was like the Rhino. Like he was one of the like the the mutant like Rhino or whatever the hell he was. Mm-hmm. But like they just looked like eight like cartoonishly eighties villains, Hench- henchmen. <laughs> like when you yeah. think of like I don't know. uh like G.I. Joe or something. He looks like yeah, a G.I. Joe basically. character. Yo, Bray Wyatt's going off, man. It's good. He like did you see that clothesline to, to Roman Reigns? Like he like floored Roman pretty Reigns. Pretty good. I always felt like I, yeah, I always felt like Bray and Roman had pretty good chemistry. Roman has a lot of good chemistry with a lot of people. Kevin Owens, uh That's why he's a top guy. Yeah, Look exactly. Roman Reigns always puts on really good yeah, matches. There's six people in the. There's six people now. Oh, here we go. Uh, it's all about the game. Oh, and Mike, go. this is one of the only times Michael Cole actually nailed nailed the line, where he just goes, "Oh my!" Even though I hate every <laughs> being of when he says, "Oh my," because it's so dumb. I hate it. I hate every <laughs> being of it, but at the same time, it's like he was. This was actually a really nice like timing, and he punctuated on it pretty well. Because I don't yeah. think I'm gonna. How do you feel? Wait, what you say? Uh, how do you feel about boss time? It makes me throw up every single time I hear it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's boss yeah, time. I mean, God. It's like it's the big dog. I hate that one too. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that one is annoying. I'm so glad they don't call him the big dog like, anymore. The like, I always thought that was like kind of like a really nice touch. Yeah, the big dog was always, I think, like a stupid. Yeah, they always game. had that dumb graphic of like a howling Cerberus on like the. Oh my god! Yeah, that was so disgusting. bad. But this was like huge because I think I remember I was I looked up the the Royal Rumble odds online before this match and i remember triple h's name was in there and it was like one of the oh, top really? five odds i think like mm. he was wow. one of the guys that was like the like the the odds makers or projecting on bet like that's the funniest thing about this that, that people actually bet on the rumble i'm not kidding people will people yeah. will gamble on the rumble yeah i know i like i actually saw the betting odds for uh 
the rumble like the rumble today Ooh. and daniel bryan is like in the lead see right now. I and knew number it. two I, I knew that they were gonna do it. so who's number two number two was a surprising choice i forgot who number two was you know let me look that up because i remember being actually decently I'm, surprised he just like basically just gets like wrecked by Dolph Ziggler just got wrecked oh nice i love this it's like a nice standoff look at this oh yeah number two is uh keith, keith lee, lee. Keith Lee. Number three is Edge. Four is Brock Lesnar. And five is Big E. Big... See, I think Big E is genuinely like a 2022 Rumble winner candidate. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's not his time. No, it's yet. not because like they just gave him like his own music with Wale, mm-hmm. and like he's mm-hmm. now the Intercontinental title holder, and yeah. he's doing like this nice little program with Apollo Cruz, who's slowly turning heel. Mm-hmm. And you told me that apparently he's aligned with the Tribal Chief and. Yeah, he's slowly aligning with the tribal chief. I don't know what they're doing with Sami Zayn in the middle of that feud, though, because it's just like Sami Zayn is kind of there, he's, and like Apollo Cruz cheated to beat he's, him. And he's stuff like, like that. basically yeah, um, going full on like uh, conspiracy theorist Sami. Yeah, exactly. He got like the whole documentary crew following. He, him he looks exactly like, like someone I would look, like. His whole look now looks like someone at, that's like protesting outside by a tree. And he's yeah, like holding literally. up the, and he's like not. It's like not even like a small program. It's just him. <laughs> you ever see mm-hmm. like you ever see those like protesters where like it's just the one guy and he's holding up a sign. And it's just him and he's fighting for a cause yeah. that he cares about. Yeah. Ooh, that could have easily eliminated. Oh my god! Yeah, that literally could have easily eliminated. There was an episode of Always Sunny like that where um dennis just like he he tries to like sleep with one of the protesting girls whoa and her, her boyfriend whoa yeah. oh look ah. how frustrated Dolph is <laughs> oh no oh Wait. oh oh my god that, that is actual athleticism but that also hurt, looks like it hurts your legs so much yeah rough rider or whatever zigzag whatever zigzag yeah <laughs> rough rider you saw matt cardona debuted in uh yeah in I'm, I'm happy for him i'm really happy so now Hawkins and Ryder are there. Yeah, no, so, I'm really. Yeah, that's. A, I'm really happy for him. It's a good spot. Yeah. Him and uh, yeah. like him and Cody are actually friends. Ooh, yeah. this is a face off. Oh, yeah. Come on, like they never did anything with this. I was so upset. Like, there's too many look things at that. to do, Andy. They they had already had a set plan. They had it's. They, they know, gotta tease but, you with something like, just in case you want to revisit this. But they never did. That's the thing. Sometimes, sometimes Vince forgets. <laughs> Sometimes they just kind of like, oh, nice, nice sucker punch. Look at that. Damn. Yo, you saw that? He, that spit flew the right out of his mouth. Say what you want about Triple H, but that that guy can actually is so good. He's so good in like the little mm-hmm. stuff too. Yeah, I love Triple H. Yeah, it's hard not to, it's like, for all the stuff he did in the early 2000s, he basically just like, everything he's done for NXT basically just like reverses everything he did in the early 2000s. Yeah, oh. and like, I was I was a kid watching Triple H, like, you know, as a heel. So it's like all those things that he did made sense. So as a bad yeah. guy. So it was like, you know, I had no other choice but to hate him. But like, yeah, he's, he's amazing. He got oh, broke. Wow. Like that, that, they, that was really good. I, that broke kick was really good. Yo. Oh, my. wow. Yeah. Roman, it's not, not gonna, it's not going to be that easy. Nope. Yeah. Nice ends of Gurry. Surprised Jericho's still in it. Yeah, he's been in the ring probably longer. Well, he's been in the ring a lot longer because Roman was de- was decommissioned for like ten minutes. Yeah. 
Nice. No, Jim, no, Chris, you're a veteran. Why are you going on the top rope, you idiot? Stop. Oh, really? Stop. Why are you? Ooh, nice. That actually oh. was really good. Uh, yeah. Oh, we've seen this before. Oh, nope. Chris? Chris Ooh. knows this by now. He knows he's faced Triple H many t- enough times to know that not to fall for yeah. that. WrestleMania 18 vibes. Well, not Jesus. even just that. Like, that guy's faced off against Triple H in, like, 2000. 100,000, yeah. The man... remember, remember when he, like, won the WWF title and, like, was forced to give it back to Triple H? That was fun. And I, and the entire crowd, like, popped for him. And that basically kind of, like, cemented uh-huh. him as, like, an incredibly crowd... Like, an incredible crowd favorite. Everyone loved him. He was, like, uh-huh. one of the star guys in the, uh, the, align- the invasion angle. Mm-hmm. Like everyone Absolutely. genuinely care for that guy. Wow, what a final four! Yeah, it's really good. What a final, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. I remember being so upset about Dean Ambrose, um, but like at the end of the day, he he still won the title eventually, and like, so I I, I can't be mad. Yeah, this was oh. a good year for this was a good year for Dean. Yeah, because he did win it at what Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah he yeah. won it at Money in the Bank. Damn. He Seth, I think the order went. Seth, Seth, uh, it was Roman, Seth, and then um, yeah, Dean Ambrose. Which we will. In. Oh, that's nice. I love the Superman. <gasps> no. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I remember. I remember it was. It wasn't Roman. It was Roman wasn't the last guy. Look how sad he is. Look, yeah. he's so disappointed. Exactly. Exactly. That's why people were like, "Oh my God, is Dean Ambrose actually gonna do it?" And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, hey, hang on. Don't spoil anything. I'm I'm actually <laughs> now invested again. Don't spoil. Oh, look at this. Oh. The man, like his is is tank is like tank top is like torn off. One of the straps is torn off. He looks so bad. Oh, this is great. And this guy wrestled like a match earlier. Yeah, yeah. You're oh right. God. Pulled, like I remember how nuts that was. Look at this. What number did Dean Ambrose 19, come out I think. I think it was 19, because, like, he came out, like, two spots after Kevin Owens. Yeah, you're right, yeah, 19. Sheesh, wow. He looks like, he Damn. looks so skinny and, like, now, compared to what he, like, looks now. He buffed up so much. Yeah, yeah man, he looks like a twerp here. I, it's amazing how much he, like, Well, it's also, up. like, I think when he came back, like, from his the injury, like, the first time in WWE. Oh, I hate this. I'm glad he doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that was always a very polarizing move for people i enjoyed it but like he there was a point where he like he just spammed that move like every match it was just like, like, yeah, all right all right relax. someone's not just gonna like just chop <laughs> it down like that come on but yeah no i think when he came back like from that injury he really bulked up and he just kind of just kept all that bulk and he looked like really like a like a star man yeah i'm yeah. honestly like he's one of the few guys like who moved on from wwe that like is actually like doing it off like has made s- not exceeded expectations mm-hmm. oh yo that was a really good counter yeah that was yeah this was actually really hype i love this <gasps> no oh my that's like God. oh man if it was like a pedigree and then getting eliminated i would have been fine look at all those people bowing to him oh my god it's crazy that like you know i never thought at this point like triple h would ever win a world title again so like him winning this title was just like random i was like holy hell wow no it was like shocking like you know on a normal circumstance this would look like him basically just like burying everybody but honestly like this was important for him to do this 
Yeah, it, there was an end game yeah. in mind. It wasn't like he he knew he was a transitional champion. Yeah, and like given like how devastated WWE's roster was at that time, like they needed something. Like they needed something. Yeah. To do, I think the build up to WrestleMania sucked for for this match. It was not good, but uh-huh. like, hey, we got to see Triple H versus Dean Ambrose in the roadblock at some point. So. Robot, that was good. Yeah, that was good and match. he actually like was pretty good. Like it's one last time with the championship, and he was on top before he yeah. permanently transitioned to becoming an executive and like running NXT. Damn, look at him! Look what at that! Guy. He won the Royal Rumble a second time, winning the Royal Rumble. This is kind of like if he won it back in two thousand two, and mm-hmm. Jesus, like he looks even fitter. He, he looks more fit now. See, I love that. I love the fact that he just like reflexively started like doing the suck it chant right there. Oh yeah. It's like he didn't. He it's like it doesn't fit with him anymore because like he's not a rene- he's not a renegade anymore. But uh-uh. nevertheless, like he was it was pretty good. All right. Well, that concludes the Royal Rumble. This was fun. What you what you think about this whole thing? Like just overall. That's good. Yeah, that, that was a that was a good rumble. I mean, like I I wasn't mad. There was a lot of filler towards like the early tens, like in terms of like you know I guess having like Titus O'Neil Stardust and Ryback, but like as expected with like any Royal Rumble. But like yeah, really really good Royal Rumble. Really star started too. And this was when Sami Zayn was still in NXT, so that was a nice that was a pleasant surprise to see him like you know interact with Kevin Owens in the main roster. That was like a taste of what was to come. And yeah, this this was looking back at this, seeing Triple H win, like I get, yeah, it it's made kind sense. of nuts. It I also sense. completely like it was he just like it, it made sense. Like I'm kind of shocked at one thing is that like when I watched it, like it makes sense now, but I felt like even when I was watching it in the moment, it made this made sense. Like mm-hmm. it, it was one of those kinds of matches, like where I it was fun to getting to from start to end. But like the the, res- the result, actual like finish act made sense to me, and I couldn't actually complain about it because like normally, I like I said, we would have complained if if Triple H pulled stuff like this on like any other time. But like given what what was going on with WWE at this moment and what they were trying to do for Mania, like this made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, and like if they did like Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, it, it wouldn't have made. I don't think sense like yeah, because was... like I think it would have. That's like the kind of thing. Like, if they wanted to do Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, they think they would have saved that for SummerSlam. Because, yeah. like, think about it this way: like WrestleMania, you want like this traditional like heel face like matchup, and SummerSlam is where you want like the really really hype matches that appease to right. like the wrestle the, the the wrestling crowd, like the the internet mm-hmm. the internet guys, you know, the indie people, mm-hmm. all all that stuff. Of course. Like, you know, not every match makes sense in some points is what I what I've learned from watching this. And like again, like from twenty sixteen onward, I honestly felt like my knowledge of the business and how like wrestling works has kind of expanded. Did you feel like over the past five years, like it's like you've kind of learned a lot more about how things work and you're not as like ups- and you're kinda of like when people are jeering something or criticize something, like you're kind of like have a different opinion. It's like actually that makes more sense what they're from like their perspective it's it's a it's a delicate balance between the two because like sometimes like i'll understand why they're jeering but like i'll understand why ww makes the decisions that they make but the inner fan of me sometimes will want to cheer it's like like, it sucks it's awful like like goldberg is a good example like 
from from their standpoint, obviously, it makes sense why they're doing uh, Drew versus Goldberg at Royal Rumble. It's one of the big four pay-per-views. They need a money. They need a big money move. But as a fan, it's like, the fuck Goldberg, yeah, you know? So it's not, it's unfortunate like that they're going that direction. But so Andy, before uh, we sign off, is there anything like you want to plug some social medias, anything? Just give the people, let them know what what's going on with your life. The usual, you know, at Lunar Space NYC, we're actually dropping some hoodies, some merchandise finally after how super long and like we're finally working everything out. So within the next month, we'll be dropping some actual really sick hoodies. We got like a new logo and everything uh at worm harvester i'm dropping some new music next and within the next two weeks wow time flies time flies yeah it's song the song is actually called last ride you know so i guess you can can figure out where, where that reference is going um and yeah that's pretty much all that i want to plug right now uh yeah follow me on ig instagram lunar space nyc and at worm harvester and yeah, just stay tuned. A lot of really cool stuff is happening. All right. And that's going to do it, everybody. Don't forget to like and subscribe and post a review or whatever. Go on Spotify, go on Apple Podcasts, go on Anchor.fm. And I will see you guys next time.